Welcome to another Arlington Baptist podcast. We're so glad that you've joined us again today. We're going to go back to the uh, discussion I had with you on a few podcasts just a couple of weeks ago. If you've been listening, you'll remember I did about three podcasts on the subject of suffering. And uh, we talked about what the Bible teaches about suffering and different kinds of sufferings that we endure in the Christian life. We talked about also how we suffer for Christ. That was one of our lessons just a couple of weeks ago. But today I'm so excited about having two of our church members here with us. And we've been wanting to have these two ladies for a few weeks. And we finally got our schedules together so we can do that. And I've asked both Billy Frisbee and Lou Watson. These are two longtime members of Arlington Baptist Church. And they both have some unique stories to tell. And I want to preview before I start to ask them some questions and let them talk the rest of our podcast. We're going to talk about something that, uh, of course, anybody in our society, in, in our day and age, when they get a diagnosis of cancer, uh, that's got to be one of the most serious things anyone hears. Now, there's a lot of things you can be told in life, a lot of news you can get that can be very devastating, potentially frightening and so forth. Uh, but all of us, I think, would agree that getting a diagnosis of cancer, of any kind of cancer, no matter what the degree, what kind it is, so forth, uh, I think takes us all back a bit. Well, both Billy and Lou have been going through a cancer journey themselves for several years. And I thought it would be wonderful to have both of them, their own unique stories, tell us how that God has brought them through it, how God has worked in their life in these last several years uh, since they first were diagnosed with cancer. So that's going to be my first question. Let's start with that, ladies, okay? Um, each of you, I want each of you to tell our uh, folks on the podcast uh, about what happened when you were first diagnosed? I mean, what led up to it? And when you went to see a doctor, you know, how were you first made aware uh, that you had cancer? Um, Lou, why don't you start and then we'll just go right up to Billy. Well, I've been affected by cancer uh, two different occasions. Uh, first in 2013. Okay. Uh, I was going to my doctor, an endocrinologist, okay. and uh, he was watching nodules in my thyroid, and he always did an ultrasound about every six months to right. keep the check on them, sure. and then he did a needle biopsy, and it was negative, but he said the right side looks like it's grown, so... He said, I don't like the looks of that. And I said, if you don't like it, I sure don't. <laughs> so he right. sent me to a surgeon. Okay. And I went through surgery and had the nodule on the right side removed. Okay. Uh, they, ha they did a biopsy at the hospital. It showed negative. Okay. But they sent it off, and the tissue sample came back positive. So the nodule on the left side was there, and so the decision was made to remove the nodule on the left. Right. And that was 2014, All right. uh, a few weeks, uh, around a month after the first one. Okay. It affected my voice, uh, which uh, as it healed on the outside, it also healed on the inside. Yes. And there has been no 
cancer since. Amen. They keep a check on it. And now it's like only once a year. This is for the thyroid only, though. Yes, for the thyroid only. And uh, everything is good. And uh, between my family, my church family, and especially God, uh, blessed me with no cancer. Amen. And then again in 2020, I was diagnosed with bladder cancer. Mm. And on three different occasions, I had bladder cancer. And the last time I went, my results were negative. No more cancer. So I thank God for that. And uh, I'm thankful that he's given the doctors the knowledge to do what they do and uh, have treatments for that. And with his healing power, uh, Mm. it's been uh, good for me. Uh, Amen. It's helped me to trust God more and uh, to rely on Him for a good outcome on this. Amen. Uh, and Amen. I'm thankful it's been His will to carry me through it. Praise uh, the Lord. And I'm thankful for that. So for how long have you been cancer-free with the bladder cancer? Uh, almost six months six now. Months. I'll go back in November of this year. For another scan and uh, it's been three months was three months when I went last and that was free so it's a total of about six months in all okay did you have uh, any procedures explain uh, did you have chemo did you have a surgery was there anything done with uh, the, the bladder cancer uh, they only did the surgery to remove the cancer okay there was no radiation or chemo or anything okay. like that. And they were successful getting all the cancer out it's, with the surgery. Yes. Amen. Uh, but it's a type cancer that does have a 70% chance of coming back. Mm-hmm. But God's in charge of that. So Amen. Uh, we'll just leave it in his hands. Praise God. Praise God. Good word. Well, Billy, let's go to you now. Bill, you tell us, Billy, about when you were first diagnosed with, with your cancer. Well, I was having some problems, and I went to the doctor. This was in 2017. 2017, okay. I went to the doctor, and um, mine is a vaginal cancer. Okay. So he did an examination, and when I got off the table, he hugged me. Hmm. And he says, this is fixable. Praise God. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, honey, I'm afraid that you might have cancer. He said, I'm going to send you to an oncologist. But I'm afraid that it is cancer. Okay. And I said, well, what was I then? 82, 83? Mm -hmm. Um, I said, I've lived this long. Amen. And God has protected me throughout the years. He's Amen. given me a good family. He's given me yes. everything that a woman of my age might need. <laughs> Amen. And I, I thank him for that. Mm. So he sent me to an oncologist, which was her, was a lady. Okay. Her name was Reagan Street. Hmm. And when she examined me, she did confirm that it was cancer. Okay. Uh, and I said, well, 
me how about remission. Yeah. And she hugged me and she said, honey, there's no remission for you. Okay. I said, okay. I said, dog, you've told me what it is, I'm ready to go home. Okay. And when I got outside, I had two of my daughters with me. Amen. And I said, I don't want to cry. Mm. You know, you think they tell you you have cancer, there's no remission for you. Mm. You go break out in a balling. Which, let me interrupt and say, no remission means no cure, that it's not going to go away. Is that what they meant by no there's remission? treatment, but there's no cure. Okay, okay. Uh, so, I told my daughters, I said, I don't want to cry, I want to scream. Mm, wow. So, Kenny says, scream, Mama, scream. You don't scream out on the parking lot, you know, to be corrected, <laughs> but anyway... We went on, got in the car, and my daughter Kenny is very religious. Amen. Uh, We're for that, aren't we? And she began to pray. And then I came to church, mm. and we were sitting in this, in this room, and my daughter Brita got up and announced to the whole church that I had cancer. Mm. Well, Stephen, the pastor's son-in-law, got down on his knees, and he said, let's pray for Miss Billy. Amen. And he did. Amen. That was the best prayer I think I ever had. Praise God. I know there's been lots of them. Yes. But that one touched my heart. Wow. Um, so I went through chemotherapy with Reagan Street. I had 12 sessions of chemotherapy and I had a stroke. So that stopped the chemotherapy. Okay. So I went for months, uh, probably a couple of years, uh, with not really knowing what was happening or, you know, Right. Until I went back to an oncologist, a different one this time. Okay. Uh, but he's here in town, so I don't have to go out of town. Good. Uh, and I was having some problems. So at that time, I went through radiation. Okay. Well, the radiation caused me to have a fish killer. Okay. Uh, I know a lot of us don't know what that meant. I didn't. But um, I went through the radiation. I had, I don't remember how many treatments of radiation. And he told me the same thing. There's no remission for you. Okay. The, the cancer will be there. It It is scattered throughout my body. I also have what they call sarcoidosis, which... Is the bottom line I think of cancer. I don't. I don't really know what sarcoidosis is. Okay. But when they do a PET scan, uh, there's spots in your body that lights up, and this shows where the cancer is. Okay. Well, the sar sarcoidosis also lights up. 
Okay. So they try to determine, you know, and uh, right now, I say I'm in remission. Mm. And why? Because I'm fighting it. Amen. And because God is fighting it. Amen. God is helping me fight it. Praise God. And I will continue to do this. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm almost 85 years old now. Mm. And I've had a good life. Praise the Lord. I've got a good family. I've got a good church family. Amen. I respect my pastor greatly. Thank you. Brother. When he first came here, I hadn't been here very long. But we had a good pastor. And when he left and this one came mm. in, I thought, hmm, I don't think I like him. <laughs> but another week or you two. You weren't alone in those feelings there, really. Another week or two, I said, I was here before he was. And I'm going to tough it out. Praise God. Uh, I've learned to love you. Oh, thank you, Billy. I've sure learned to love you, too. And God will see me through whatever comes. That's right. I'm just leaving it in his hands. Amen. That's right. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. That's great. That's that's my story. Amen. Amen. And I'm sticking to it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love that. Thank you, Billy and Lou. Let me go on and ask you, and Lou, you've kind of got into this a little bit, but maybe just summarize um, what are the main ways you can see his God has gotten you through this cancer journey? How, how's he really been there for you? He's taught me to have a much more patience with things that Amen. I can't do them. That's mm. okay. That's and good. Uh, uh, he's drawn me closer to my family and my church family. And uh, uh, he's made me realize how precious each day is and uh, uh, Amen. I'm thankful Amen. for that and I thank him every morning and every evening and in between of uh, how blessed uh, that I am Right. and uh, I just praise him every day so uh, I think I see heaven and uh whole different light uh, I think of that every day and uh, I saw a little article the other day uh, it was a little Peanuts cartoon and it said uh, they're looking up at the stars and said just think what heaven must be like if you're looking at the bottom now just think what it'll look like on the inside <laughs> that's great so, I love that. uh, seeing just the beauty of the stars which aren't right. even to heaven yet yeah. that's right and uh, uh, so I'm taking life uh, a slower now but uh, I think I'm appreciating it much more that is wonderful. and I've never felt like that either of the cancers I had was any fatal outcome it certainly could be, but uh, I never took that attitude. Uh, I always relied on God. Uh, if he sent it, you know, he can take me through it. So Amen. Uh, I just praise him for it. Wonderful. Those are precious words. Let me highlight what you said about uh, the closer we get to heaven, the more sweet it is for all That's of right. us. 
even those of us who may not have cancer, the older you become as a Christian, the longer you serve the Lord and follow Him, and the closer you know you're going to be with Him, the sweeter that, that place becomes, the more desire we have. So that was great. So, Billy, how has the Lord gotten you through your cancer journey? Well, it's, uh, I'm not an openly worshiper. Religious person, mm-hmm. uh, but in my own home, I wake up every morning thanking God for what I what He has given me. Amen. Thank you for one more day. That's right. That's right. Uh, day by day. And He does. He 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 puts a light in you. He puts. He puts love in you. Amen. Uh, you don't even have to ask him for it. <laughs> Praise the it's Lord. It's there. That's right. And we all need to be thankful and so thankful. Good. For what he has given us. Just just to stand by your side mm. and you know that he is there in everything you do. Yes. Praise uh, God. There's the pain. He can make it go away. Mm. There's the hurts, the things that the devil wants to throw at you. Yes, yes. But his hand is there. And he will take that away too. You just have to watch in which way you look. Don't give the devil the opportunity to push you down. Wonderful advice. Just just look in the right direction and he will be there. Amen. And he will help you through it. Amen. And he has helped me through so much. Not just this cancer. Yes. I'm going to be 85 years old next week. <laughs> uh, mm. He has put us through a lot of love and, and all. And given our family, our, my family is healthy. Um, Amen. I just thank God every day, every minute, really, of life. And uh, I I just know he's there at all times. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that. That, Great words, both of you ladies. That that was precious in itself. Well, let me go on and, and add this, because, of course, the Lord's been your main source of strength. But I think it would be good for our, our people listening to hear about how your family and your friends and your church family has played a role in getting you through your cancer journey. Lou, tell us about how your friends and family and your church has, has come alongside you. Well, I've had family to stand by me and do things for me if I needed and uh, always uh, have prayer for me. And uh, uh, I know all of my church Family members have prayed for me throughout all of these occasions that I've had, and uh, they send me uh, phone calls and texts and cards and uh, supported me through all of it. So uh, it makes it uh, where you can't ever have a minute where you stop and feel sorry for yourself because you see other people that are having much worse problems wow. and uh, yes. and some may not even have God to depend on. Yes. They just don't know to turn their life uh, to God and uh, depend on Him. And uh, I'm just thankful for each family member and each 
church member and friend that has prayed for me and uh, supported me through all of it. Uh, it helps uh, make you stronger and appreciate uh, each person more and uh, know that their thoughts and prayers are for you and uh, you know God is hearing and answering prayer. Amen. Amen. Very good. Well, Billy, how about you? How has your family and friends and your church family been involved in your cancer journey? Well, I've told you how my family has stood by me. Yes. Uh, when, when I was so sick, uh, going through the chemotherapy and then the stroke. Yes. My children suggested I sell my car. Mm, that had to be difficult. So I did. Mm. Oh, I miss it. Yes. But I have had church family that has taken me where I want to go. I have a friend, Judy, mm. that's moving. Yes. But we appreciate so much what she has done for our church. Amen. What she has done for us. That's right. Uh, Lou is my friend, mm. and I think of Lou as a sister that mm. we're walking the same road. Praise God. And I know that she prays for me every day as I do for her. Yes. And as far as friends go, uh, I don't get out a lot. I don't have a lot of outside friends, but my church friends carry me through. Amen. And my family, I'm so thankful yes. for them. Praise God. And I've been well blessed. Amen. And I thank God for that. Amen. Amen. I can add to what the ladies have just said. Since I've been at this church almost eight years, um, we are a praying church. We pray every every week at the services we have on Sundays and on Wednesday. And then our ladies pray on Tuesday mornings. Our men have a special time of prayer before Sunday services. And over these last few years that both Lou and Billy and several others have experienced different cancer and so, so forth, we have prayed an awful lot for uh, each of these folks. And God has been so good to answer in so many wonderful ways. Amen. Um, while we're on the subject of family, I thought I would just add, since it, we really haven't been speaking on other areas that uh, suffering can, can uh, involve, but both of these ladies have lost their husbands. They're both widows and, and uh, for a number of years. And, and going through this cancer journey without your husband had to be just an extra uh, burden. Am I right to add that, uh, Lou? Yes. And, and, uh, uh, my husband was always a, a friend as well as a husband, Amen. and we discussed everything together, and uh, he's always my life's greatest love, and uh, so there is a big piece of me missing. When they say there's half of you missing, that's an understatement. <laughs> uh, wow. There's a more than half of you missing. Mm. Uh, it's like three quarters of you are missing. Yes. And especially when it comes to making big decisions and uh, that's very uh, true. are going through something like cancer. Uh, my children, uh, I lost my son 14 years ago and 
my husband 10 years ago. Mm. So I only have my daughter and my grandson now. And uh, both of them stick very close to me and watch out for Praise me. God. And uh, uh, so I'm, I'm never really uh, alone, you know. Amen. And if I'm by myself, I'm sure not alone because God's always there. <laughs> good, and, uh, good, Lou. He's, uh, oh, we're so inspired by both of you ladies' faith. Uh, you being a widow, how long have you been without your husband, Billy? My husband died in 1913. Oh, or 2013. 2013. So uh, about eight years, almost yes. long I've been here at this church. Yeah. Uh, and he was, you say, other half. Yes, he was my hope. Mm. Uh, wow. I got married when I was 15. Wow. <laughs> That's young. Bill was 22. Mm. And Mother said, take her and raise her like you want her. <laughs> well, he I love tried. That. He, he tried. tried. Okay. But I do think that he um, respected me as a mother. Mm. And he gave me five wonderful children. Praise God. And you miss them. You miss them every day. You see them. You hear them. Oh. You even talk to them. Yes, of course. Of course. But I know that God took him home when he needed him. Amen. He needed him for something else. That's right. So, Praise God. What I a wise thing to say. Yes. Well, even though I didn't mean to get into that subject of your husbands, but uh, I thought that was appropriate and appreciate your words on that. Let's kind of bring it to the present before we're done here. Um, so where are both of you on your cancer journey as of right now? I know you both have had different cancers, different stages. Where are you right now, Lou, just to tell our people? All my thyroid uh, cancer is free and clear. I go... Uh, in January to have another scan of my thyroid uh, just to make sure nothing's come back. Right. Uh, and for my bladder cancer, I go back in November and they'll do another uh, scan there. Okay. And uh, But I'm free of cancer as of now. Praise God. So, Praise God. You feel like you have your strength and your... I, I know do. you've had some other little issues we prayed about, right. but as far as the cancer, you've got your strength back. Right, and, exactly. Amen. So, uh, yes. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm, I'm thankful. Amen. Well, Billy, how about you on your journey right now? Well, I went for a PET scan um, sometime last week. I don't know what day it was. Okay. But um, the cancer is still there. Uh, it's not as active as it was. Okay. So that means something. Yes. Amen. Uh, but it's, it's in different places in my body. Okay. And as I said, I have sarcoidosis too, so that's there too. And I, um, I'm at, I think I'm at the place that God wants me to be right now. Mm. Um, he'll take care of it. Praise the Lord. Whichever way he, he sees fit, and it's, um, you just live your day from day to day. Amen. And thank God for the next day. That's good. So, that's, that's so good. And I'll say about the, both of these ladies, uh, other than a few times they've had to miss for being uh, in the hospital or having a procedure and just have gotten out, they are very faithful, both of these ladies, with cancer throughout their journeys, because I've been here for the whole time that both of them have mentioned these journeys, 
they have always been here and had a smile on their face and a great spirit and attitude of love and, and worship when they're here. So they have been such an inspiration, both of you. I'd like to end by asking you, both Lou and Billy, if you would just give some advice. Uh, there's people out there uh, who have maybe just recently gotten a, a diagnosis of cancer or, or they may very well get one soon or some other a diagnosis. We have COVID going around and all kinds of things related to the pandemic. Um, you both have been so wise in what you've been telling us. I've really enjoyed your words. Uh, leave us with some advice you would give to, to folks uh, if they have just received or might receive a diagnosis like yours. What would you say, Lou? Well, that? if you feel like you've got something wrong and it's not just quite right, it's best to go get a doctor's opinion. Good. Good but, advice. Uh, Sometimes it's very wise to get a second opinion yes. because doctors are only human and they That's can right. make mistakes. That's good. Very and uh, I've been fortunate that my doctors were right on top of Amen. Uh, the latest treatment and the latest things to do. And uh, uh, But I've had husband and friends that have uh, uh, not been diagnosed with something mm -hmm. correctly and a second opinion uh, kind of sorted it out. Good. And uh, Very wise. So uh, don't ever put it off because if you Amen. happen to have cancer, the sooner that it's treated, the better you are. Yes. And... Uh, my doctor had watched those nodules in my thyroid glands for about five or six years. Amen. And when they started to grow, then he knew that that was irregular. Yes. So uh, he was on top of it. Amen. And so uh, I think the sooner you're diagnosed, uh, it's always better. Uh, just don't put your head under the pillow and yeah. uh, think this is going to go away. Yes, it might, but then again, you might be just giving your life away by waiting, you That's know. That's a good point. And so uh, I think that uh, that's the best thing that I know of. Is Amen. To, uh, God gives your uh, body warning signs, so uh, please listen and follow through, good, you know. Good, Amen. Aren't we blessed in our day and age to have such technology, Absolutely. such amazing yes. capability to discover things and to, to have surgeries and procedures? You know, 100 years ago or more, uh, these cancers that both you ladies have probably would have taken you from this world already. Yes. Uh, and so we, yeah. we have to be thankful for that technology and use it. You know, the Bible's not against doctors. It's not against medicine. Um, is there is there doctors that aren't always right? Of course, because they're human, as Lou rightly said. But God uh, would instruct us to be wise and, and go see doctors when we need them. So we're so thankful for the doctors that have worked in both your lives. Thank God for that. Um, Billy, how about any advice you would give uh, in closing to anybody who's got a diagnosis and maybe will, will have one sometime soon in their life? Um, it's easy to feel sorry for yourself. Mm. But... Don't do that. Amen. Leave it to God and let Him take care of it. But be cautious and in what you do 
if if you have something that's crippling or something, be careful where you step. Be careful where you move. Yes. Uh, and as Lou said, get a diagnosis. Get get a doctor's opinion, and if you feel like you need the second one, get that too. Amen. Uh, we're all just human. That's right. And it's it's easy to feel sorry for yourself. It's easy to to even imagine a hurt when there's not really a hurt there. Mm. But take care of yourself and watch for others, signs in other people's lives that they need help too. Amen. That's very then, good. Um, you can't take care of everybody. Right. But take care of yourself and watch the ones around you. Yes. And love the ones around you and give them the strength and the power that they need to go through whatever they're going through too. Amen. Amen. And we ask God for all of this. So. Yes. Amen. Well, ladies, you have blessed my heart in this podcast today. And I know everyone that listens to this is going to be blessed. Let me close and say that anyone who has received a, a cancer diagnosis or any kind of life-threatening diagnosis, uh, I hope if you're listening that you found hope in Jesus Christ. Now, we're all terminal, aren't we? Whether it's cancer, whatever, uh, 10 out of 10 people are going to die. We know that. Uh, the great truth is, is where we go when we die, after we die. And both these ladies are showing that the hope we have in Christ gives you courage to face even something as dark as getting a, a cancer diagnosis. And you know what encouraged me the most is, is both these ladies, Lou and Billy, along with others that I could give as examples through the years I've been at this church, uh, are finishing their race well. That's what I always pray. God, let me finish my race well. So many die with fear and, and worry and regret and so on. And they don't need to. And so Lou and Billy, thank you so much. You have been such an inspiration today in the program uh, and just your life. Because uh, I know these two ladies uh, personally as their pastor for the last almost eight years. I can say both of them not only talk about these things, but they live them in their life. So as we close, let me remind you of our motto, conviction for truth and compassion for people. God bless you. Thank you for listening.